Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Everyone has at least one good story. And some of us have stories that are just to the left of normal. We're interested in the ones that push the boundaries of what we can perceive. Stories that defy explanations. Stories with an air of mystery. Stories we might not share. For fear of being thought of differently. But don't worry. We're all friends here. So... What's your weird story? Hello, Weirdsville. It's time once again for the What's Your Weird Story podcast, your weekly podcast of the weird, the wonderful, the unusual, the beguiling, you like that word? Uh... All of these strange things that take place here on our strange little dirt ball planet uh, with some water. Um, we got actually a lot of water comparatively to a lot of places in the universe. Babbling on, your introduction as usual is myself, one of your hosts, Adam Beebe, and sitting quite quietly yet poised and perfectly beautiful is your other guest, Barry Johnston. Hello, Barry. I am a, a co host. Uh, not a guest, sir. Uh, Did I say guest? You said guest, but hey, I would be happy to be on the uh, on the guest list if you would like to get me on. Uh, there's a couple of shows I'd like to check out for sure. <laughs> Perhaps you could uh, be a guest here on our show sometime. Can I be a um, guest on my own show? Yes, yes. Cool. You have to introduce yourself, and you have to ask yourself <laughs> your, the question. I, I, I. I uh, <laughs> I'm shocked that I called you a guest. But it's all good. I, how many times yeah. have how many times have I called you my sidekick? I mean, shit. Right, dude. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, man. So, what's been going on, dude? How you oh, doing? I'm good. Just waiting on somebody over here to get an update done on their goddamn computer so we can start the show, man. Who would that be? You. It's usually me. I'm just I'm poking it's fun true. because it's it's usually me. And I'm usually the, I'm usually the one that's like, "Hey, dude, you got to hold up a minute." Cause yeah, the, and it's usually before before interviews, so I'm left in the lurch yeah, talking yeah. to our yeah our co-host exactly. Uh, I mean, our guest. Right. So <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah, man. So yeah, everything's good. It's just been uh, weird, man. We got so much rain over the last like uh, week and a half, and. It's so hot and humid out right now, dude. The mosquitoes are big enough to carry you away. I mean, it's just terrible. So, since you're outdoors working all the time, what do you do when it's raining and you can't get outdoors and work? Not much, man. Um, I I keep busy with book work. Um, Mm. You know, I try to keep on top of that. But, um, yeah, it was like all week last week was nothing but rain. I mean, we didn't work, but maybe a half a day the whole week. And so you just sit and you twiddle your thumbs, man. And you're like, you know, well, I'm always talking to people, too, like trying to do quotes and stuff like that. And at least kind of continue like doing other work to get work ready for us to when, you know, where we can start working, we can we can do other things. But uh, but yeah, it's it's not it's not fun to be. That's one of the hard things about what I do. You know, it's it's very weather dependent. And if Mm -hmm. if it's not cooperating, then you're just not going to work. You know, yep. so, but yeah, that's, that's, uh, the life of, uh, a guy that 
works in the lawn care industry. How about you, man? How what are you doing to uh I know you've been busy working your butt off, man, yeah, so yeah, you don't have yeah. a lot of downtime, I'm sure, but uh what do you do in your free time? Well, you know, I um I've been reading a lot of uh re- actually I've been reading a lot of comic books uh from back in the 80s. It's oh, been cool. a fun thing that I've been enjoying. What is your course, what 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 exactly? Like uh we talking DC, I, we talking Marvel. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm, I'm a, well, I love them all, you right. know, and I'm sh- sure long-time listeners of the show know that I used to run a comic shop and that I've loved comic books all my life. And they're a huge influence on me as just far as what I media I consume, but also uh, as an artist and all that good stuff. But um, I just recently finished um, reading the entire five-year run of the original Suicide Squad from the 80s. Wow. And uh, that's a DC book, and I'm a DC guy. Yeah. Uh, oh, Marvel. I love Marvel, but, you know, I'm definitely a DC guy. Um, and DC is, of course, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. Um, but yeah, I read that, and that book focuses on a bunch of the villains who have been uh, recruited in by the government, and they go out and do missions on the government's behalf. And if they survive, um, they get time off or even cut free. But as the name Suicide Squad implies, not everybody makes it. Yeah. And uh, they've made a not-so-great movie uh, a couple was of years it, ago. Yeah, wasn't Jared... Oh, okay. Yeah, Jared, Jared Leto. Jared Leto was, I could barely even say he was the Joker. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just a not, you know. Not a good Joker. An, uh, he did his own performance. It wasn't really a good version of the Joker. Well, you know, he's he's him. starting a cult, you know. so. Well, he started it. It's there. Right, he's been right. running that. So. Yep. Um, but he's still making music, and he's uh, being acting, because he'll be in another superhero movie yeah. uh, coming out. The next year, I think, believe it's Morbius. It's a okay. vampire superhero. You can afford to be a rock star when you're a famous movie star, you know? Exactly. <laughs> I also watched the uh, the Black Widow movie, which just debuted over the weekend um, on um, in the theaters and also in streaming. Okay. And I streamed it. How's that? And it was good, was dude. It? I was, was I was, I mean... I, I was expecting a good movie because it's Marvel and they do really quality movies. Yeah. And a lot of people were kind of like, oh, this is going to be the first one to fail. Of course, they keep saying that. But yeah, yeah. Um, it did not fail. And it was, and the movie delivered, man. It was nice. really great. Great performances, um, great spectacular action. Nice. And uh, just really, really good. Um, so, you know. Cool. That's worth checking out if you like the action movies and the Marvel movies and yep. all that stuff. Yeah, definitely, man. Um, Good stuff. So. Definitely, man. You watch anything else? Um, well, you know, I know you're trying to get out of me uh, what I what else I watch on TV. Yeah. Uh, stream, rather. Because yeah. uh, I don't really watch a lot of regular TV. But um, I made the grand error of uh, admitting that I like a lot of really b- bad uh, television and and bad uh, stuff to watch and that I watch repeatedly um, and and make my cats watch and blame it on them. But like, um, yeah. So you know, one of the great things about being able to stream um, everything and listen, find, consume media off of the internet, you know, beyond podcast, uh, you can find you know just about anything. So um, I stumbled across a bunch of. Uh, things that I'd never watched before, but, you know, somehow ended up watching, uh, binging things like, uh, like the love boat. 
Oh, um, dude, come on. The love <laughs> boat. Oh, dude, come on. No, come yeah, on. But, I mean, there's but, nothing better than that late 70s, early 80s, bad, yeah. bad TV sitcom kind of thing. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, also, <laughs> I did, um, I binged um, twice, uh, back through, uh, I binged uh, Boy Meets World. Okay. Um, do you remember that? That yep. 90s, yep. Two, early 2000s sitcom yep. that starred... Yep. Um, um, Topeka, what's her name? Topanga. Topanga was the girl's name. Topanga. But it was uh, Orange Topanga, the main character, and Sean, that's the best friend. Um, but it was Ben Affleck, not Ben Affleck, Ben Savage. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. was the star. Fred Savage, uh, Fred's little brother. brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, Which I so, liked. I liked Wonder Years a lot. Oh, man. yeah. That great was a great. Yes, yeah, so I watched all of <laughs> Boy Meets World and then uh, followed it up. With the sequel slash spinoff series Girl Meets World, okay, uh, which was a Disney series was predominantly made with the audience of uh, like you know tween and teenage girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, is it badly um, done? Oh, dude! Look, here's the thing. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it's saccharine. It's totally what you would expect it to be. Right. But if you've just spent several weeks or whatever time period watching the entire um, I think seven or eight seasons of Boy Meets World, right? Because uh, it carries on, it carries on with Topanga and Corey are growing up, and the fo- this series focuses on their daughter, right? Oh. Um, her oh. best friend, who oh. are like the new Corey and Sean okay. growing up. Okay, um, but it all, virtually all the main characters from the original series make an appearance at least once or several times. And so it's like just rich with nostalgia for the original and it's connected into that universe. Okay. And it's, it's, you know, I mean, it's really, it's good. It's really well done. It's, you know, it's to teach, you know, every episode kind of has a little lesson, but it's also very funny. Sure. Sure. That stuff. And it's, you know, it's probably not something, uh, a man my age should be, you know, necessarily watching, um, or you would expect that, but it is kind of embarrassing. But here it is. Here I am on our podcast. <laughs> well, you remember uh, like Family Ties. You remember Family Ties, and oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, you know all those great. What was the one with uh, Justine Bateman? What was that one? Um, that was Family Ties. Was it fa- that was Family Ties, right? Yeah, yeah. Her and uh, Alex P. Keaton that's played right, by that's Michael right. J. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's right. And uh, yeah, I watched a bunch of that as well. Um, there's one that I really love that, you know, it's even, this gets into my really weird eccentricism. Uh, there's one that is all, um, like, uh, the original Japanese version of the, like the, the Power Rangers or, um, Super Sentai as they're called there, or Ultraman. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. it's basically, you know, it's the Japanese kids TV shows where you yeah. have a guy uh, guys in rubber suits fighting each other. One of them's a hero and yeah. one of them's a monster. Yeah. I've loved that since I was a little kid. Oh yeah. I always would. Dude, I, uh, the, the two times I went to Japan, I would just watch TV and mm-hmm. trip out on their, on their public, you know, TV show. I mean, it's just like so bizarre. I mean, just, you know, just, and it's funny because we've, uh, adopted a lot of that stuff and turned it into, mm-hmm. you know, our culture is also our kids are raised on that stuff, you know, and uh, yep. anime is a huge thing now. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's manga awesome. Is massive, yeah, so. huge, huge. That's cool. That's awesome, man. So yeah. So anyway, that's my uh, 
some of my eccentric television cons- consumption. Nice. nice. Uh, what I do in my downtime. Nice. So, nice. So yeah. So all of that. Um, trying to find a, a good segue into our today's guest. Um, I guess you could kind of find it. He had a uh, like me. Um, well, unlike me, unlike us, actually, he had an unusual upbringing. Um, it was very opposite of how we were brought up uh our guest isaiah uh is a cool dude he found us on instagram he connected he said i got some stories um and he grew up in a uh well he grew up in a goth house yeah and uh a different type of spiritualism yeah where compared to our uh buckle of the bible belt methodism there in kingfisher oklahoma so yeah um let's Jump over to the wily hills and swamps and f- deep mystic forests of Connecticut. Isaiah, thank you for joining us. What's your weird story? So, um, I grew up in a small town, Massachusetts, in Connecticut, right mm-hmm. on the border. Um, my mom, uh, I don't know how she labels herself exactly, but she was into, it is still into like, you know, witchy type stuff, mm-hmm. like moon rituals and, you know, um, like Samhain or Halloween rituals were pretty commonplace throughout my upbringing. So spirits and ghosts and that kind of thing was never too far removed from my everyday life. Mm. But there are a few stories that really like, I think back on and it's like, you know, a lot of times I can be like, oh, I had an overactive imagination as a kid, you know, or I had a dream that felt real or my eyes Mm -hmm. were playing tricks on me. But there are a few things that I cannot like explain away so easily, even if I'm feeling the most skeptical. So the first one involves a mirror. And so I had this roommate. Um, that my mom had lived with us when I was around eight years old. And he allegedly um, trapped ghosts in his mirror as he lived in different places that he felt were haunted by, you know, evil or mean spirits or entities, what have you. Wow. And um, one day the mirror broke. His cat knocked it off his, I think it was on a shelf, he knocked it off and it just shattered in my house. And not long after that, a bunch of weird stuff started happening. So there would be, you know, footsteps throughout the house. Um, I remember one time actually I was talking to someone, um, like just a friend of the family. We were hanging out. We used to all hang out and play uh, magic, the gathering until like midnight or whatever. Um, but we were just hanging out, having a conversation, and then I remember the uh, dryer was kind of set up in, like, the kitchen area. Mm-hmm. And the door just, like, swings open, and we both look at it, and we're like, oh, okay, I, you know. Anyways, Holy like... Shit. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so you're just used to kind of um, ghosty kind of things happening. Then. Oh, yeah. Wow. So... So, uh, when I, oh, sorry, oh, sorry. Um, I want to ask a couple questions about the, the mirror. So, how did he? How did he trap the 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 spirits and the ghosts in the mirror? So, uh, 
he never explained the process to me exactly, but he did, you know, he was a witchy person himself. So he did a lot of, um, spells like, you know, just lighting candles, you know, maybe mixing certain herbs together, burning them in a cauldron, you know, um, reading off some like occult poetry, basically, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And, you know, he just said, you know, he trapped them in the mirror. And, yeah. you know, that's kind of, you know, wacky, obviously. But after it broke, the thing that affected me the most, that I can remember the most vividly, is there would be a girl in a blue dress mm-hmm. standing in my doorway every night when I'd go to sleep. And she, I would only see her, like, she would only show up when I'm laying down to go to bed. Mm. So the result of this was like insomnia. I'd be up till three in the morning on a school night, you know, as an eight year old, like Mm. I wasn't even up playing video games. I was just trying not to look at my doorway and, you know, pretend to be asleep. So how Um, long would she, how long would she stay there in your doorway? I don't, I don't even know. I like, I'd probably just fall asleep eventually. But it would Um, be for a while then. Yeah. Wow. So, and, you know, it wasn't like, uh, like if I looked head on at my doorway, I wouldn't always see her. It'd be most of the time a very corner of my eye kind of thing. But I was terrified. Like, you know, whatever you want to call it, there was something that freaked me out. And it didn't happen until after the mirror broke. And I didn't even know the mirror broke until like a couple months later. Oh, wow. So... so- so she looked like a. You said she kind of looked like a, like a teenager in a blue dress. Yes. Yeah, so Any idea like how, like where what, where she frame. what time she was from? Yeah. So the dress was really. I mean, like I'm no, like fashion kind of person, mm-hmm. but her dress, like if I was gonna say a time period, I'd say like maybe like Victorian era. Like okay. it was really really big and poofy it wasn't okay. like a summer dress or something like that like okay. it was a fancy looking dress okay wow okay okay and you know i remember she had long dark hair and like i remember her being the size i mean there are some short women and people in general but she was like the size of a teenager mm. okay. like she looked you know kind of like a kid yeah could you see her face clearly or was it like um kind of so i do remember her face and i remember she had kind of like pale spooky like ghost skin Mm -hmm. um but the thing was is she never like like i was terrified don't get me wrong but she just stood there Mm -hmm. she never like did anything weird she didn't have like a weird facial expression like she just kind of blankly stared at me mm-hmm. so and this wasn't one of your mom's goth friends no because no. <laughs> <laughs> you never know yeah, i mean right. You're, you're right it very well you know i can i could have made that mistake a couple times but right. definitely not because every night same right. dress wow um, same time same frame place. same time frame yeah okay yeah for wow. sure so you know like i i had a bedtime you know i was eight so i'd go to bed probably around like nine o'clock um and i'd be laying in bed for a little while and then she would be there Golly. and 
I just, you know, would lay there for the whole night for hours and hours, just waiting to fall asleep and not be terrified. Wow. Did you ever mention it to your mom or anybody? Yeah. So I did, you know, I was pretty open about that kind of thing. Cause like I said, it was pretty normal. Like it it wasn't taboo or anything to talk about. You know, I didn't get like super weird looks, you know, sometimes they'd say, oh, you know, you're like, um, you know, it's your imagination or you're like feeding too much into it. And it's not really that scary. But honestly, I think a lot of that was my mom trying to make me not as scared because I know there were times she was scared and like other people in the house were scared and freaked out. I mean, you know, it never got to like conjuring level where like there's you know, crazy shit happening every day, but, um, you know, it was spooky. Yeah. So sounds like it. Yeah. So around the same time, my younger brother, who was about four years old at the time, um, he wasn't super vocal, so he, he couldn't communicate very well. You know, he could ask for simple things like I want milk or, mm-hmm. you know, I want juice, bless you, you know, whatever, but he couldn't sit down and like, have a real full conversation but he got this imaginary friend and my brother's name is noah mm-hmm. and he named his imaginary friend noah but this wasn't like a normal imaginary friend where you know he's just playing with action figures talking to you know an imaginary friend but it was like most of the time when we heard about this imaginary friend it was because noah was complaining he was saying ow Noah, stop hitting me mm-hmm. and like leave me alone. And you know, that's really weird to just hear from a four year old completely yeah. out of nowhere. Like, yeah. and, and he acted, you know, like kind of distressed. Like, yeah. you know, I don't remember a time where he really like broke down and, you know, cried or anything over it, but he was like, it was like he was being bullied kind right, of. Right. And that usually, with your imaginary friend, usually doesn't play out that way. It's usually a positive experience. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. (laughs) Yeah. So the fact that that's happening, that's a little off-putting for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like, he'd get weird bruises. I mean, you know, he was four, so he's tumbling, you know, all the time anyways. But he'd have weird bruises, weird marks and scratches, and, you know, I'd hear from my mom all the time, like, you know, what did you do to the, your brother? Like, were you guys roughhousing again? Like, that kind of thing. Right. So, for now, a long did you time, ever do any? Did you ever do anything to your brother and blame it on other Noah? Because no, I know my, my brother not, would have done something like that. It, <laughs> it didn't occur to me at the time. Right. I think it was just too spooky. Yeah, but, right. I, I, uh, I've definitely tortured my younger brother a little bit. <laughs> I'm the oldest. So yeah, okay. yep. I think that's just how it, that's how it, that's just nature. It's that's part of the goes. deal. <laughs> yeah. Yep. yeah. Yeah. And then he, you know, he tortures young. his younger right. and then that right. one tortures the next one. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, you know, spooky stuff would happen. And I remember there was one time actually, this really freaked me out. This was actually like, you know, the ghost girl standing in my doorway. Like that's one thing she stayed there. You know, I could just try and zone out and watch TV and, you know, pretend to be asleep under the covers or whatever. But, um, I had a bunk bed 
and I slept on the top bunk. And it was like a metal frame bunk bed, so there were just bars that went across like the the bottom of the top bed. Mm-hmm. And I remember, and this freaked me out so like I can't even, I can't explain enough how much this scared me as a kid. But I was just, and this was in the middle of the day too. It wasn't even at like the witching hour or whatever. I was just hanging out. You know, I think I was like playing with action figures on my top bunk and I feel as if like, um, and I used to do this with my friends, like we do a messing around with each other, you know, where we stick our feet through like the bars from the bottom bunk to like lift up the top mattress. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. So I felt someone do that. And like, it was enough to where I got picked up by it. Like, you know, the bed actually lifted up. Oh man! And I knew, all right, my younger brother is four. He's not taller or strong enough to do that. Yeah. Like, I know I'm not hanging out with my friends right now. So I peek under the bed and there's no one there. And then oh. I just ran to my kitchen. You know, I don't know if like, I, I don't know if my mom was home or, you know, who was around at the time. But I just remember being in the kitchen being like, nope. That's not cool. Whoa. Like I'm I'm going to hang out here for now. Like let's play magic together you yeah. guys. I'm I'm good like whoa. Now is that is that the how old were you at that time? I I was still around like 8 or 9. Okay. Damn. So um so now it's physical. Now there's physical things like to you now that that are happening to you, not just yeah. your little brother or whatever. So you know, I don't remember anything super physical like that afterwards that yeah. happened to me, but that was like that was something where it was like I can even now like I vividly remember that happening and it's oh. like I don't know how I can't explain it. There was no one underneath my bed. I got air. Like That's I don't know what happened. Damn. Dude. So, yeah, I, that would definitely leave an, a lasting impression on um, on me. I think most people, as well, yeah, would definitely. It was freaky, and yeah. you know, I was as used to it as I was. It was still not something I was cool with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, I just wanted to play with my toys. You know, play some GameCube, whatever. Like, right. So, did you talk to your mom about that incident? Yeah, I think I did. Um, and, you know, like I said, it was just kind of like something that we dealt with. So yeah, I right. talked to her about it and she'd be like, oh, man, that, you know, that sounds really spooky. Right, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. And so and so but you're thinking um, you're also thinking that this is part of what happened when the mirror broke. Is that what? Yeah. So. At the time, I don't remember exactly when I found out, but um, when it started happening and weird when weird shit started happening more frequently, I had no idea the mirror broke. I found out like maybe months or like a year later that it broke, but I had no idea at the time. Okay. What did what did the mirror look like? I'm just I'm just curious. So from what I remember, I he didn't live with us for too, too long before it broke. So I had only seen it a couple times, but it was just like a, it was kind of like a fancy like wall mirror. You probably pick up at an antique shop, like okay. with some embroidery on like the, right. 
the frame and whatnot. Okay. It's the oval shaped, or because in my mind that's what I'm picturing, kind of. Yeah, like yeah. Okay. It yeah. was it was definitely oval shaped, wow. like it. It for sure, you know, it wasn't like a cheap Walmart mirror. Right. It yeah. was like yeah, nice. Damn. So, um, eventually we moved, and the weird stuff did not stop happening when we moved. Mm-hmm. So, um, when I was nine, like a year afterwards, after this all started happening, I actually was diagnosed with cancer. Mm. So. It wasn't too too bad, you know. It I didn't have it nearly as rough as any of the kids that I was like seeing in the hospital while I was doing treatment. Right. You know, I had a few surgeries, had radiation treatment, two years later I was clean. I've been good since. Good. That's wonderful, man. That's yeah. great. But um, you know, at the time I was going through treatment and I was being homeschooled at the time just because, you know, every single day I would go for my radiation treatment or, you know, I'd be recovering for, you know, weeks from surgeries and whatnot. So um, I was home a lot and my sleep schedule got, you know, pretty messed up just because I didn't have too, too much structure. And um, so I'd be up really late at night and I remember like that the new house we moved to freaked me out so so bad because like i this you know i can say like i can explain it away as like an overactive imagination or whatever you want to call it but i would just like i would see weird shit in that house all the time and it was like um like in this room like we had like a a computer room and i remember in the computer room i would like whenever I went in there and I was in a certain part of that room, I would like see in my mind's eye, like, and I can still see it to this day. Like it's so vivid. I would see like this girl like tied up in like the corner of the room. And so I never liked going in that room. That freaked me out. Um, and then my backyard, I didn't like being in alone because I would see just like people like standing around this really big old tree in my backyard. And like, again, it was more like in my mind's eye, like than um, physically yeah, seeing yeah. it, like yeah. I could reach out and touch them. Sure. Yeah. But that would freak me out. But the one that freaked me out the most, um, and this kind of ties in with my brother, Noah, um, was I would see and I, I, I saw this like I remember it was near a certain window in the house and I'd see this like every time I walked by the window and I just avoid that part of the house and I would see like this four year old kid standing in like fire truck pajamas like a onesie um, and he would just to me with this like really creepy like sad expression on his face and i remember i could see like um like ambulance lights like reflecting off of his face almost like it was coming in through the window whoa so seeing all of this stuff and you know having all this time on my hands um and again the kid was around four so Mm. that's kind of how it ties into my brother and his imaginary friend that was that age but um I looked up like how old the house was that we lived at and it was built in the sixties. So Mm -hmm. there was like 
you know, I, I didn't, you know, do hardcore research because I was like nine or whatever, but yeah. like it was a new house. Like it wasn't, you know, there are places around here that are like a hundred plus years old. Yeah, right. So it just didn't add up to me. But in hindsight, with a mirror and everything, mm-hmm. and like, so one of the stories actually that I was told about one of the spirits that got trapped in the mirror was my uncle told me this story and the roommate that we had. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, in an apartment one of them lived at, there was this little boy that they would see. And I think they like, um, did like a Ouija board or something and they figured out supposedly anyways that his name was I think Mikhail mm. and they just said that he would like freak people out and do weird shit and after a while like they didn't think that it was the ghost of a four year old because like it didn't it, it didn't seem innocent like that right so he got put in the mirror and you know the mirror broke so at the at the same time like this is all happening um my roommate that we had he started to kind of like lose it a little bit mm-hmm. i mean you know like i said i was raised by goth 20 year olds yeah so yeah. you know they were all kind of weird right in their own right. ways and and looking but, I'm, I'm i'm assuming uh, i i'm not going to try to to uh guess your age but i would imagine they're probably about our age adam uh that we're raising probably him. yeah yeah so from our generation um so <laughs> yeah I, so i'm 23 yeah my mom yeah, was yeah she was 16 when she had me she was born 1981 so there you go yep. yeah there's that, that time be, frame we know um, yeah we're very familiar with the goth scene from yeah. the yeah. 90s I, absolutely yeah i grew up around nine inch nails you nice. know rob zombie tool perfect great. circle oh, all great. that good man your mom did good by playing you. dungeons and dragons <laughs> yeah great <laughs> For sure. great good that's but, awesome um, yeah, it was it was cool, honestly. You know, looking back on it, yeah, it was definitely different than a with lot the, of the like, yeah, with the exception of the, the random ghost that might show up in your doorway <laughs> yeah. at ten o'clock at night or whatever. Yeah. So actually, I forgot to mention this, but eventually, I um, so this was before I moved when I still saw this girl. Eventually, I just got so fed up because I would you know. I would stay up all night, just so terrified. And so eventually I got so fed up and I just like, I looked at my doorway and I said, go away. Like, why are you like, leave me alone. Just leave me alone. Yeah. And then I never saw her again. Wow. Wow. And it was like, like literally right after that night, it was like, fine. I never saw her again. Wow. So you think she left you alone after you told her to stop? I do. Wow. Yeah. I think, you know, I think if anything, you know, I, I, I can't, I can't say I know what it's like to be a ghost or, you know, whatever. I'm pretty like, I, I don't like to say for certain one thing sure. or the other, mm-hmm. but you know, the impression I get, especially looking back on it is like, she probably was just confused. Right. And like, I was the only other like kid 
you know, besides yeah. my like toddler almost brother. Sure. So yeah. Like I that's the kind of impression I get was like, you know, she was lost and confused and I was like, Well, you know, this isn't cool, so can you please stop? And she's like, Oh, my bad. Like I I was just trying to hang out. Yeah. Right. <laughs> or yeah. whatever. Right. And she, maybe she you know, maybe she wanted to be uh, maybe she needed to be told to go. Or maybe yeah. she wanted to be to you know to be acknowledged, you know. Yeah, definitely. Uh, who knows? Yeah. So, um, anyways, going back to after I moved and everything, um, during this time of me seeing weird stuff, um, my roommate he started to kind of lose it a little bit. Like, mm -hmm. we just he would argue with me all the time, and like you know. He was in his 20s arguing with a nine-year-old, like, every single day about me doing nine-year-old stuff. I don't know. Yeah. But, you know, he just, like, very, really, like, he really just, I think his mental health started to kind of fade. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he actually lived in the attic, too, which is funny. Um, uh -huh. So, during this time, I remember there were there were two times that really really freaked me out um i was up really late at night and uh i used to actually for for a little for a long while until my bedroom was moved i actually refused to sleep in my bedroom because it freaked me out so bad um because it was kind of like the way the apartment was set up it was like the room furthest away from the rest of the house and it in the backyard where I did not like that big tree that I yeah, mentioned earlier. Yeah, yeah. So I just wouldn't sleep in there most nights. I would sleep in my living room, just watch TV, keep yeah. it on all night, you mm -hmm. know, not be freaked out. And I remember I saw one time and this was, I, I only saw this guy one time, but I was laying on my couch and kind of to my so like in front of the couch but to my side because i was laying on the couch was my tv but directly in front of me was a window mm -hmm. and then behind me was my kitchen which kind of had like a really big open doorway so you could like see the whole kitchen from in the living room and i remember for some reason i was just looking at the reflection in the window of my kitchen and I saw this guy just walk through my kitchen. And this wasn't in my mind's eye. Like, this was, like, clear as day. I saw a man with a shaved head and, like, a white T-shirt on walk through my kitchen. And, like, I don't know, it was probably, like, midnight or one in the morning. Everyone was asleep mm. except for me. Whoa. And I remember, like, I got up and I turned. And I'm like, who is in my kitchen? Like, well, what's going on? I didn't hear the door open because the front door is in the kitchen, too like what yeah and then you know was terrified the whole night probably stayed up until like dawn and then finally passed out mm. and then another time at, around the same time at night everyone else was asleep i was up alone um i looked out that same window actually and i don't know why i was looking out the window at one in the morning but for whatever reason i was and i just got this weird feeling i remember and I looked out the window and then I see a girl and it was really for only like a second. It was like a girl or someone with long hair, but I saw them 
walking through my driveway, which was weird. And I lived on the second story too. Mm. So I'm getting like a bird's eye view, but I see her walk across the driveway. But what freaked me out was when I blinked, it was gone. So I was like, Oh, and that was another thing where I saw it clear as day. Like I thought it was a real person. Yeah. And I blinked and they were gone. And that freaked me out. Man, dude. Did your did, did did anybody else in your family see this crazy shit? Yeah, so um they wouldn't get into it too much with me because you know, there were some nights where I'd end up like, you know, as a 9-year-old, I'd end up in my mom's room being like, "Listen, I'm just going to crash on your floor because I'm good with all that." Right. Yeah. So, yeah. They didn't get too deep into it with me and like when the like my uncle or my roommate would get too into it with me. My mom would get mad at them because they'd be like, you know, he has enough issues yeah. with right. as yeah. it is. Of Come course. On. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for sure. It was, it was something I could talk about and we could go back and forth and share stories. Right. Most <laughs> of their stories were from before, you know, like when they were growing up or like, you know, when they didn't live with me or weren't, you know, in my house, right. they tell me stories from their house. Right. Um, have, have you talked to any of them since now that you're older? Yeah. So building that's kind of what I'm building up to. Okay. So, okay. um, eventually, my roommate he moved mm-hmm. just because, like, you know, he there was too much like disagreements and whatnot, too much fighting, whatever. It was time for him to go, so he moved out. And I remember I was thinking about taking his bedroom because it was like a finished attic. It was a whole loft, like it was carpeted, you know, carpeted stairs even. Like it was, it would have been a really nice space. But like, you know, I lived there up until I was like 12 years old. So that would have been an awesome bedroom to have as a 10 year old kid, like a whole loft to myself. But, I didn't want to take it because I was too creeped out up there. And I remember not long after he moved, I went up there and I actually, I slept up there for a little while just to try it out. Mm -hmm. Um, and then eventually I just didn't like it. So I went back downstairs, but, um, there were, there were footprints on the ceiling after he left. Wow. And it was like dirty footprints. Like, Really freaking weird. Wow! You know, like, like, like shoe, or or barefoot. Like barefoot. barefoot. Wow. Barefoot. And damn, they they didn't even look like that big, from what I remember. Like thinking kind of back on it now, it didn't even like look like adult footprints. And this was a big dude. He was like six two. Yeah. So he would have had you know big feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. Nah, they weren't that big and they were just on the ceiling and I'm just thinking like what the hell was he doing up here like why how did he get footprints on the ceiling and then later I think about it and I'm like wait did he get footprints on the ceiling like uh, what else why are there footprints on the ceiling right that's bizarre yeah that's really bizarre I don't think I've ever heard of anything like that it was it was freaky yeah and even like, you know, my mom wouldn't talk to me too much about it, but I know that like 
she got spooked at times too. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, some time goes by and eventually, um, my mom, she remarries or, well, it was kind of before she remarried that, like I had this whole revelation and conversation and everything. But, um, so my stepdad, um, he was friends with the roommate from like, like they were childhood best friends. And when Mm -hmm. the roommate moved out, he actually moved in with my stepdad but then they had their own falling out because like you know like i said this guy his mental health really like went like i'm not gonna get too deep into it but like he did some weird shit and had to go Mm, right right so um sort of after all that went down my stepdad and my mom they kind of more formally met and started talking because they weren't really friends Mm -hmm. um before that point so you know he eventually moved in with us and then i started talking to him about ghosts and you know stories that i had stories i'm telling you guys right now yeah and he would tell me stories like you know we were going back and forth and a story he told me one of them anyway was there was a girl that haunted his house while he was with like an ex well at that point an ex-girlfriend but mm-hmm. he was with his girlfriend living in a house and they had my roommate living with them at the time so there was this girl that he would see and he would see her i don't really remember the circumstances he would see her in but from what i remember of the story she was kind of like she would mess with his girlfriend like I guess his girlfriend would feel her hair getting pulled sometimes Mm. and just kind of like weird like sort of mischievous kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and it was like the impression that he got was that the ghost girl or whatever was jealous so what happened was the roommate trapped the ghost girl in the mirror Mm. and the ghost girl was wearing a blue dress oh shit it was it was your mom's other person that lived with you yeah that had the mirror holy shit it's a small world man yeah so holy shit like holy shit i remember when he told me that i'm like no fucking way like wow and then i explained to him the whole thing and we're like damn holy <laughs> shit but crazy, and it dude. was years later too like he moved in with us i i was probably like 12 i want to say so like 12 going on 13 so it was like four plus years later after that all went down for me and then we have this conversation and then it clicks and it's like well you know i can say it was in my imagination the whole time but now he just verified my story no shit man that's crazy damn dude how did that feel to you to get that kind of validation that like you weren't crazy I mean, it I'm was, not saying that you thought you were crazy, but I'm just yeah, saying that, that you had to have was, moments where you're like, what is going on? Yeah, it was definitely like, you know, I mean, you know, like I said, my mom is very like spiritual. I grew up doing, you know, moon rituals and stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't super far out there for me. But like, you know, I was a little bit skeptical that my roommate who ended up going crazy, you know, managed to trap ghosts in his mirror. Wow, dude. 
but That's then wild. you know that happened and i'm like well shit i guess he trapped ghosts in his mirror and then it broke like right damn okay wow is that a common practice trapping ghosts um i've heard I, i've never heard about it like i've never done my own research on it i've heard it from like my family and whatnot what you're supposed to do from what i've heard is you trap the ghost in the mirror and then you bury the mirror mm. oh, okay Gotcha. And that kind of you bury it face down, actually, and it's supposed to kind of release okay. the ghost into the you know natural, whatever. Okay. But Corey did uh, the roommate. He didn't do that. So right, he just kept the mirror, and kept yep. putting ghosts in the mirror. Yeah. Shit. So now, I've not heard, very smart. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I've heard stories about how uh there is in some traditions when someone dies they cover up the mirrors or turn them around in the house yeah 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 so that this the spirit or the soul won't get caught in a mirror yeah yeah be able to leave that's true and so there's that so i mean it seems like you know that seems like there's a connection uh with that with that yeah definitely wow Man, that's a facet to that I never really thought about. Was that the mirror thing? That's wild. Damn. It was it was crazy. And, you know, stuff like really didn't stop happening until we moved from that apartment because even my stepdad, he would tell me like, you know, um you know, we would talk about things and he would tell me like, "Oh, you know, last night someone walked by me and I thought it was your mom." But then it wasn't like, yeah, because she was in the bedroom already, and it's like, okay, you know, all right, I, this is life, you know. Right. What are you gonna do? <laughs> right. It's normal at that point, I guess. Yeah. Hey everybody, this is Dave Schrader from the Holzer Files on Travel Channel. You're listening to What's Your Weird Story. And the girl, the babysitter girl, she picked up the phone and there was a policeman on the other side. And he said, we've tracked the phone call and it's coming from inside the house. Whoa. Yeah, dude. I love those urban legend stories. Dude, I do too. And you remember the one where the girl, it's always the babysitter or it's the kids making out in Lover's Lane. But there's the one where the girl comes up and she finds the kids are watching TV and she turns them around and their face has SpaghettiOs. Oh, man. Or the hook guy. Remember the oh, hook the guy? Oh, the hook. The hook was hanging from the rear view yeah. mirror. Yeah. Yeah. So if you got a story that is similar to any of those awesome urban legends, we want to hear it. Because, you know, those urban legends, man, they started off as somebody's true life weird story. It's got to be true somewhere. This was a, honestly a really interesting period of my life and growing up and everything. Because, like, you know, like I said, ghosts and everything were not always super far away, but... At this point in my life, it was, like, really, like, all going down. Like, yeah, I remember, um, so, I would hang out with my friend, and um, she lived in, like, a kind of, like, the outskirts of town, and so his backyard was just 
the woods that went on for miles. There were trails, you know, people would go four wheeling back there and everything. Yeah. Um, so we'd go and play in those woods all the time. You know, we'd take cap guns, we'd fall into the swamp all the, all day, every day. Like that was what we did. But I remember there was a certain part of these woods and he told me about it before, <coughs> excuse me, before, um, you know, we kind of hung around that area. I remember when we first started hanging out in the woods together and became close, he told me these stories and he told me that, you know, he would see a man in a white t-shirt like running through the woods and it would freak him out and he'd, you know, he'd dip and go back home. So we'd be playing with cap guns and, um, I remember we'd go to this part of the woods and it would be freaky and it would get like dark because the trees overhead would really like get thick and everything. Mm -hmm. It was probably like half a mile in, um, maybe a little bit more, but, uh, we'd be doing our thing. And I remember a lot. I would see, um, like little black orbs, like, which, I haven't really heard of before, but mm -hmm. it's like the exact opposite of like the classic like spirit orb of light. It was like black. Mm. So we'd be walking through the woods in the middle of the day, and then I'd just see this black orb like shoot across our path. Damn. And, you know, that was like weird. It was like, well, what was that? But it was never like something that would make us, you know, turn tail and run. Yeah. But, Sometimes we would see the man in the white shirt. And I remember one time, and, like, we'd hear stuff in the woods, too. And, it, and it's the woods, so, you know, it could have been animals, whatever. Mm -hmm. But we'd hear, like, what sounded like, you know, someone or something walking through, like, the brush and everything. And I remember I would get, like, a distinct feeling when I felt like we were going to see the man in the white shirt. And I'd tell him. And I remember one time I told him, I'm like, hey, man it's coming. Like I can feel it. We, we got to get out of here. Like, let's just start going home or whatever. And we were 12. So I remember really vividly, he shoots his cap guns in the air and he's like, show yourself, you pussy. And <laughs> right when he says that, we both see this guy pop up in the middle of the woods and we just, we book it. We run like we're going as fast as we wow. can. And I remember as we were running, I could see this guy like out of the corner of my eye. I could see him keeping up with us, but he wasn't on the path. He was like off the path in all the overgrowth. So you, you can't just run through that. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, it's dense. Damn. So, I remember I just saw this guy and again, it was another moment where like I look back on it and I can't rationalize it with myself yeah. as being imaginary because then in front of us, when we both saw this, we see the guy like go up to a tree and then disappear. And then this huge branch just starts like waving back and forth, almost as if someone like grabbed it and like, like flung it. So, you know, it's kind of bouncing. Yeah. Um, and it was just swinging back and forth Damn. like someone had just grabbed it. And it's like no one could be there. Like even if someone is just, you know, messing with us or whatever, you can't just run through the overgrowth like that. Like yeah. there are brambles, you know, trees, bushes, all that. And 
so we run home and you know we were back out there i'm sure like two days later right oh it was God. freaky that was like one of the times and he never he never like taunted anything like that again after sure. that we were, like, <laughs> we <Yeah>. were good <laughs> that's of good course. That's good. at least you learned that lesson man no kidding man what's so, this was this the same guy in a white shirt that you saw in your kitchen or is it just another i i remember the guys the, the guy i saw in my kitchen i remember his face um the guy in the woods i don't i only remember the figure with a sh- the white shirt and like jeans but i there is no like discernible features on the face <sighs> i don't personally i don't think it was the same thing but who knows yeah but um wow like the crazy part about all that too is um and and this is like this is almost like a Stephen King thing like it's so interesting and like wacky um so in those woods if you and it's still there if you go like a few miles into the woods there's just a random house and um like this it's totally abandoned mm-hmm. um this guy used to live there who I heard later on was like a military vet and he did like all this stuff to the land. I don't even know how much of it was legal. Probably not most of it because like he just, you know, completely like he would level out parts of the land with tires by just like putting tires in a hillside and throwing dirt on top of it. Okay. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So it was like a really ramshackle, like makeshift place in the middle of the woods that an army vet, you know, lived at, whatever. Um, and I heard stories actually from someone, uh, my, my friend's stepdad, actually a different friend, but, um, he would go four wheeling in that area back in the day. Um, and one time he went four wheeling and he got too close to the guy's house and he actually started getting shot at and had to like drop down and take cover. Cause this oh. guy was shooting at him for, four-wheeling on his property oh, damn. or whatever damn. and so i always thought like after that guy passed um like i feel like that's still his land maybe right? he's haunting the woods yeah 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 and like if you it's so creepy that house and like there's like abandoned cars and trailers yeah that like like big like semi trailers in the middle of the woods i honestly have no idea how they got them out there in the first place like just it's this huge like area just like all makeshift like weird stuff and you know all the kids that are brave enough in in that like town we'd all go out there and like you know sometimes we'd smash the windshields of like the abandoned cars with rocks and you know do other mischievous things but um one of my friends actually got into the abandoned house that everyone was too scared to like go near. Yeah. And he actually this this dude's crazy and I don't think he believes in ghosts. So I think that kind of is what made him a little bit more brave to be able to do that. But he actually found the guy's dog tags. Um, oh wow. Wow. Yeah. And he looked him up and I guess he like served in, I think it was like desert storm or something like that. Or just, I don't know the time frame. I don't, I don't remember exactly, but yeah, there's some crazy dude that lived there. And you know, now that whole area is just super weird and uncomfortable. Like even when you go around that house, you get weird feelings like, 
you know, I, I felt like I've heard voices in the woods and they could have just been voices in the woods, like other people walking through the woods, but right. yeah, it creeped me out. Sure. Right. It's a creepy area. Yeah. No kidding. It sounds um, like it, man. Damn. So eventually, um, kind of moving forward in time in the same like time span of my life, um, my uncle that was friends with the roommate that we had, he ended up moving in with me and he was like, he, um, he, he's kind of like, uh, I wouldn't say he's like a paranormal investigator, but he's like taken EVPs before. And he tries mm-hmm. to like contact spirits. Cause again, like witchy dude, that's kind of who I grew up around. Yeah. Right. Um, so he moved in with us and, Actually, I think this was shortly before he moved in with us, but um, he felt at the time that he had some kind of like negative spirit attached to him and like screwing with him, like his mental health, whatever, like giving him really bad anxiety. So I remember um, we had planned to do a moon ritual, I think that's what it was, to kind of just as a general cleansing type thing, but mm-hmm. it was kind of specifically to help him kind of get rid of that negative spirit or whatever you'd want to call it. Yeah. Um, so he, I remember he spent the weekend at our house so we could do that. And the first night I told him and my stepdad about that ghost in the woods. And they're like, ah, you know, you're just, you're full of shit. Like you're just scared because you're in the middle of the woods without any adult supervision or whatever. And I'm like, okay, let's go there. Like tonight I'll bring you guys there and I'll show you. (laughs) And they're like, okay, whatever. Like we'll go. (laughs) And so we get there and we didn't even go like, we didn't even go a quarter of a mile into these woods. And like the trail is just kind of start on the road in that neighborhood. It's like a small, like cul-de-sac type area. Mm -hmm. And, um, we go in and they're like, oh, you know, these are some dark woods. And we had our flashlights because it was nighttime. And my uncle shines his flashlight forward and he kind of takes the lead while we're walking. And there's a part that he's flashing his flashlight on and it doesn't illuminate. There was just this ball or like this, this like ball of space in the middle of the path and the flashlight just didn't penetrate it for whatever reason. Oh shit. And he was just standing there looking at that and he's like, okay, Isaiah, I believe you. It's time for us to go. We should leave (laughs) immediately. So then we left and damn, you know, the whole time we're walking down the road along the woods, like it felt like something was watching us and it just felt so angry. Like, we were trespassing and we weren't supposed to be there. Damn. Damn. That's intense. Do you think that was part of the orb maybe that was coming around whenever you were out there before? Yeah, it was really similar to that in that it was just like this big mass yeah. of black Shit. You know, darkness. But like when he was shining his light on it, it was big. It was like it wasn't just a little thing like what I'd see yeah. during the day. It was wow. big and it, it freaked out, you know my uncle and my stepdad, like they, 
they left, you know, before we even got to the haunted part. I was just going <laughs> to show them. You proved your point. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they 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 believed me after that. No it kidding. was funny. I didn't let them live it down either. Wow. It was funny. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. So, yeah. Um, after that, you know, the next night, of course, we do the, the ceremony for my uncle. And this is kind of the other story. Like I said, I had two. Yep. This is the second one that really okay. uh, I can't explain. And this is really like honestly the most unexplainable one cool. to me. Cool. So, you know, we do the whole ritual, the whole shebang, whatever. We like light some candles, you know, say the, you know, chants or poetry, whatnot. Um, afterwards... He's like, he tells me, he's like, man, my back, like, it feels like it's burning. Like, do I have something on my back? But I lift his shirt up and there's a couple of scratches on his back. And I'm like, oh, you have a couple of scratches on your back. But as I was telling him that and he was like, oh, shit, really? I watched and, and I, I swear, like on my life, like I saw this happen and I think I was like 13 or 14 at the time. So I wasn't like too young to know better like i this happened in front of my eyes like a foot away from my face i watched as scratches formed in his back and it was just scratch after scratch and i remember i was counting them as they were coming up i'm like all right there's two. Oh no now there's three damn four five six i think at the end i counted i think i want to say like seven or eight Wow. I remember it was a lot. It wasn't just like the three, you know, demon. Yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. It was like a bunch of scratches all over his back. Damn. Were and they, were they scattered out or how any, uniform? they were all like going down. Okay. They were going like top down. Wow. Just like that. Like they weren't, you know, like it wasn't like he fell in a bush or something. Like it was all in the same direction. Damn. Um, all throughout his back. And, yeah, that was that was crazy. And like we were just all so like I'm sure he was more freaked out than anybody, yeah. but we were all just like, "Oh my god, like beyond even being scared at that point, like, you know, seeing something in the woods is one thing, but that's like incredible. Like how do yeah. you even witness something like that?" Like yeah. 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 Physical manifestation of something happening right before your eyes. It's pretty damn crazy, man. I I don't know that I've ever heard of anything like that. I, I've I, like all the stuff that you ever see on TV with the ghost shows. It's always after the fact, you know. Well, yeah. like, you know, like you'll see somebody with scratches after they've been scratched, but you don't ever see it happen right then. In the movies, you'll see it happen right there in front of your eyes. But that's crazy, man. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. And like it was, it was a wild time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's an I, understatement for sure. But yeah. Yeah, it was just, and I can, you know, I can see it so vividly, just the scratches appearing in his back and him being like, what is happening? What's on me? And I'm like, I don't know. I couldn't tell you, but here it is. Like, How fast were they popping up? Just like. It was like, it was literally like if someone was just going one, two, three, like it wasn't super fast. It was just like happening as if someone like had almost like one finger and they were just scratching over and over again. Damn. And they weren't like, 
you know, they weren't super deep, but it was like a cat scratch. Like, right. you know, he had marks on his back. Yeah. Like it wasn't just like red. It was like inflamed. Yeah. You know, yeah. A little puffy. Raw skin. Yeah. Right. Damn. Did dude. it draw blood or just like, well, <sighs> if it did draw blood, I think, I think a couple of, I think a couple of them were deeper than others. If I remember right. And it was, you know, like I said, it was like a cat scratch. So he wasn't like bleeding, but there was like a little bit of blood yeah, and yeah. raw skin right. and stuff. Damn. Yeah. Wow. And how many people were there at the present at that? Um, it was him, me, my mom, and I think my stepdad was there. Okay. So a few people that were there. So yeah. Damn. And, and we all saw it and it was just like. Afterwards, like the next day and everything, he said that he had felt a lot better than like he had felt for the past few months. He said he felt like it worked. And um, I remember my mom, after it happened, she was like, well, I guess that's, you know, like the final fuck you for whatever yeah. that thing was. Like, right. Damn. <laughs> right. Wow, man. That's crazy. Now, what about your siblings? They see that stuff, too. I mean, any of your um, so they were pretty. They were pretty young during a lot of that. Um, my brother Noah, he's he's seen some stuff. He doesn't. I actually I talked to him before I talked to you guys because I was like, "Do you remember any of that? Like, what was that like for you?" And he just kind of remembers the odd, like you know, um, shadow people at the corner of your eye and right, like, yeah. right, random footsteps and bangs. Um, Weird smells too. Mm. Damn. But um. Does yeah, it, it was. Does it continue? Do you still? So, are you still seeing stuff? And um. Yeah, a little bit. Um, I don't see stuff too too often. I I mean. So, not too long ago, actually, I saw something that really. I mean, at this point, I feel like. After a while, um, I kind of, and, you know, being in, like, a witchy family and whatnot and just reading, like, like, I've read stuff by, like, Aleister Crowley and, right. like, um, Robert Anton Wilson, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. After a while, personally, I've just kind of, I feel like, you know, there are ghosts everywhere. And if I live in, like, a haunted house or something, I don't ever want to be like, oh, you need to get out. Because to me, it's like, you know, they're just another another being doing its thing. Who right. am I to, like, try to impose anything on that? Right. So I, I try not to get too freaked out, especially, like, when my girlfriend or my roommates, when they get spooked by something. Because sometimes, actually, we have, like, a... Now we live in, like, an old apartment. Um, there's, like, an old Victorian house or something that got split up into different apartments. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We have a stairwell, uh, like, <laughs> right over there. Um, on the other side of my wall and it's our own stairwell we don't share it with any of the apartment um, like the other tenants and it's just kind of like most of the house looks pretty modernish. at least you know it's probably updated like 30 years ago or yeah. whatever but that stairwell like the stairs kind of spiral up the wall into my apartment and it just it's like the oldest part of the house like the oldest looking part of the house right and there's like a hole underneath the stairs where there's like exposed insulation and whatnot. And it's just kind of like a little bit creepy. 
my roommates are a little bit more creeped out at it than I am. Yeah. But um, I remember like last year, not too long after we moved in, they were getting kind of spooked by it because one roommate, she felt like she could hear like almost like someone pushing against the door or like kind of like banging on the door a little bit. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you know, it's just like fairies or, you know, like we got like a little goblin homie hanging out under right. the stairs. It's all good. Right. Um, they don't think that's super funny. But right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a lot of experience with this type of stuff. Yeah. And, you know, like I haven't, I mean, I've seen people get scratched and I'm sure, you know, there can be some unpleasant experiences, but, you know, I just want to be cool, live in harmony. You know, if right. that adds an experience to my life in some kind of meaningful way, then that's cool for me. Like, I don't want to avoid that necessarily. Sure, sure. Um, that's a great attitude, man. So I remember not too long after that happened, I kind of, I was kind of falling asleep one day or like drifting off. I was getting ready for bed and I'm like, just thinking in my head, hey, if there's anything here, like, you know, we're cool, you know, we can coexist. I don't have any hard feelings. What's up? And then, like from in my room, I just hear this old man's voice go, "Hello," and like I sh I open my eyes and I'm like, I think I told my girlfriend either right then or like the day after, and I'm like, that was so fucking weird. Like, yeah, it was like clear as day. I heard it. Like there was someone there, and it like it kind of freaked me out because I wasn't expecting something so like vivid and yeah. in your face, but it was like, hi, <laughs> damn, okay, <laughs> <What's> damn. <up? laughs> Did it um, did it continue or or um, did it just kind of leave? I don't know. I feel like it's it, it's not something that's super active. I feel like my roommate has a little bit. She kind of she tells me she hears shit from the door and it freaks her out. So I think she experiences that a little bit more. But it's kind of hard to say because we have loud neighbors and right. it's an old house, so noise travels in that's weird true. ways. Yeah. So. Right. I haven't noticed anything crazy happen. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it's, there's just weird stuff that happens in this area. Yeah. Honestly. I mean, I, I'm sure it's like that everywhere to some extent, but yeah, like, but there I are think just so many I, old places here. Yeah. And I think it's more condensed there. You have so much more population number one, but, um, it just—it's all put squeezed into tight spaces, you know. Yeah, and for sure. I lived in Pennsylvania for a while, and I lived uh, in a little town called Bethlehem, which is a really cool little little spot. I that, think I've driven by there. Before. Yeah, it's 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 really a quaint, cute little town. Um, one of the oldest uh, colleges in the country. I think it was like the twelfth oldest or something like that. It was built in the like seventeen hundreds. But uh, Cobblestone tr Street, some some of the streets oh, downtown, oh, cool. it's so cool, man. But yeah, it's like the the cemeteries are the fucking coolest in that area. Oh yeah, yeah. I've got some spooky like. There's a cemetery actually in Putnam, which is like a town over from where I am uh -huh. right now. Um, that's actually Putnam is the town where those woods are, where all that creepy stuff happened. Okay. Um, so there's a cemetery there called the grove street cemetery uh -huh. and it's got like a. have you ever have you ever heard of the boxcar children like the kids series mm. not off the top of my head so 
Um, I know, the, I know it. That's one of my mom's favorites. Oh, all right, cool. So I actually, from what I've heard, I haven't been able to verify this. I did a little bit of research to try and figure it out. But from what I've heard, um, the last apartment I lived at in Putnam was actually her house. Okay. Oh, really? And um, yeah, it was an old Victorian converted wow. into an apartment building, yeah. like you know most of the buildings around here. Yeah. Um, and I actually found like a postcard of Faneuil Hall from like 19, I have it somewhere around here, but it was from like, I think it was 19, like, like 1915 or something like oh, that. Damn. It was old. Wow. It was like over a hundred years old and it was like oh. tucked away in the attic, like damn. just underneath some random like boards in the wall. It was, damn. it was cool. That's but anyways, wow. um, the Grove Street Cemetery is actually where she was buried. And, um, when I was growing up, like as a teenager and stuff, we'd go to that cemetery at night to like, I remember one time we took a Ouija board out there, which was cool. We got some interesting like stuff happened from that. But, um, is that something you use a lot? A Ouija board? Um, personally, no, not really. I've done it a couple times. Um, I, I don't have anything against Ouija boards, but I feel like, um, I don't know. It's just kind of like a, a thing that you put between yourself and whatever you're communicating with. Right. So like personally from like my background, I feel a little bit, I have an easier time just being like, Oh, hello. I got you. Right. Here, like what's up? Right. You don't um, need a tool or something to get to communicate. Yeah. Not yeah. to like, you know, disparage that in any way. My mom actually like, makes Ouija boards as like an on and off again, like business no thing shit. she has on the side. Wow. Um, Cause uh, actually we're scared to death of them. So, yeah. <laughs> so I got her, I got her the best mother's day gift. Um, so I was in an antique shop and it was on mother's day. And I remember like my paycheck, at, like I get paid biweekly. So I wasn't able to like get her a gift ahead of time. And I'm like, okay, have to find something here at the antique shop because yeah. I'm meeting up with her right after this. And I found a 1930s or 1940s. It was in that, I did some research. It was in that age range. Uh, Ouija board, like the classic, wow. um, I forget what the brand is called, but yeah. like the, the basic, yeah. you go to like Michael's or whatever, and they, yeah. that's what they have there. Sure. It was that one. It was the first, like, um, like the first printing of those Ouija boards mm -hmm. that had paper glued to the board yeah, instead yeah. of it being like engraved. Gotcha. Damn. But yeah, man. that was pretty cool. It was That's super cool. old. I got it. I got it for $14. This <laughs> antique shop did not know what they had. I mean, I didn't really know. Yeah. I just saw an old Ouija board and I'm yeah. like, Oh, my mom will love that. Yeah. So I pick it up for her and then I get home and I do some research and I'm like, Oh shit, this has like the box, the planchette and everything. But online people are selling these for like two grand just for the board oh man and it was like it was such a good find wow and i gave it to my mom i kind of kicked myself afterwards but i know like that's her thing so of course man she's got Literally. it in a display cabinet you of know. course now Look, that she got you buttered up butter yeah. up mom <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Long time, and she better made, than a card right she makes <laughs> she makes them too yeah um Did so she, she comes up with like designs and stuff okay um her shop is down right now just because she just recently had my baby sister, so she's in mom mode right now. Okay. But, um, 
yeah, she's made like pendulum boards. Um, you know, she's always done like tarot. She actually ran like a a new age shop for a while while I was growing up. She's always been into that kind of thing. That's cool. I used to go to those shops. Um, we had there's a little town um, south of Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, called New Hope, and it's actually where the um, where Ween is from, Adam. Yep. And oh, okay. I got lost there one time. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> I it, I don't know how you would get lost in that town, but yeah, because it's a tiny little town. But I, it's a uh, cool little town, and they've got all kinds of uh, of of those sh- of those shops, and they're just man. If anybody has the opportunity to go out to these coasts and 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 visit some of those spots, it's really cool, really cool, man. So she kind of yeah, yeah. she so she she used to do that, and does she have an online presence at all, or? Um, so her online shop is down right now okay. just because, um, you know, like I said, she's new mom. busy being a new mom again, but, um, it's called, uh, the cottage witch shop. Okay. So S H O P P E, I believe. Okay. Um, Old timey. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that's her thing. She likes to, you know, she kind of tries to, um, I mean, you know, everyone is unique in their own practice and traditions yeah. and whatnot, but she really tries to kind of come at it from a really traditional standpoint and kind of find, like, older texts. She, she like, researches, like, Lithuanian, like, folklore and stuff. Like, wow. she gets really into it. It's, it's that's, pretty cool. That's cool. That's awesome. Hey everybody, you're listening to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. You probably knew that already because you're listening or downloaded to the episode off of your iTunes or your Spotify or whatever place you get your podcast from. We want to thank you for listening. We also want to remind you to like us, follow us, subscribe to us, make sure that you get your new podcast episode every week. We'd also like to ask you to rate and review so that we can grow our audience. We can have more friends. We can have more stories. So thanks for listening to What's Your Weird Story. Man, what a life you've led. Yeah, yeah I guess so. I mean, it's weird because... <laughs> Your little shrug, like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's just, to me, it's like, doesn't everybody have ghost stories? Right. But- yeah, I, I know not everybody does, but like, yeah, at least, you know, a lot of people around here do that I've met. Yeah, sure. not everybody, but a lot of people. There's some people. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we got creepy woods out here. You know, there are like old, 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 like abandoned towns. Like if you just even the woods in the town I live in, I'm not sure exactly where it is, but I've heard that like there are old wells that you can fall into and whatnot. Sure. Just like yeah, creepy yeah. stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Those, man. yeah yeah and even like a town over we have a there's a it's a cemetery called blood cemetery and i guess there was just this old family and they their last name was blood so there's a oh. blood road and a blood cemetery and wow. it's like a hundred years old oh my god that's creepy as hell <laughs> yeah yeah that's awesome and it's in like a really woodsy town too this place called charlton it's just like you know, you're driving down the road and like you can't even see two feet into the woods because it's so thick. Wow. 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 That is the opposite of uh, 
where we grew up. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I took a road trip out to uh, Big Bend in Texas a yeah, few years uh, okay, ago. Okay, there you go. Like, you could see forever. You know, <laughs> yeah, and and it's crazy because like, you know, here in New England, like it's just you know, unless you kind of go up to like Maine and New Hampshire, it opens up because there's mountains and stuff. But around where I'm at, like. It's just hills that are all crunched up together. So, right. like, you know, you can't see more than, like, a half a mile away. Yeah. Unless you're on top of a hill. Right. In which case, you just see all the other hills yes. and trees. Yeah. So. Yes. yeah, it's not that way here, man. That's for sure. I, that was one of the hardest things to get used to when I lived on the East Coast was just finding your way around because the, the, the streets just meander. They're just winding and oh, twisting yeah. and turning. And you're like, where the fuck am I? Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Whereas uh, yeah. Uh, out West, you know, everything's grid, <laughs> you laid can out see. in a grid. So yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah. You can see four miles, 10 yeah. miles down the road. Yeah. yeah there you was know? some fourth. You get thought. lost. Keep yeah. turning right. right. Where you started. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, we, we even got like haunted roads. I've been down a few. Wow. Nothing happened, but yeah, yeah. Recently, actually, um, something that really uh, that I thought was pretty crazy that happened was um, I was driving probably around nine or ten o'clock at night, and I was with my girlfriend, and um, we're driving down the road from my house. We're going to like I don't know the grocery store or something, or McDonald's or whatever. And we're driving and then we just see like, and I pass, I go down this road literally like two or three times a day. And I always look at the same spot, but we pass by this tree and then I don't know what the fuck we saw, but it was like, it's kind of hard to explain, but it was like a giant spider made out of shimmering light as weird as that sounds. And it just really quickly climbed up the side of this tree and like it looked so fucking weird and it happened so fast and i remember i saw it and i'm like what did my like headlight just reflect into the tree what was that but then she said something and she's like did you see that and then i'm like yeah i did and then we're both like what the hell did we just see and then it really hit us like wait what was that what yeah like wow and it was and I go up that road every day and like every time I do it at night, I watch that tree because I'm like, it had to have been my headlights. Like it had to have been my headlights, but they don't go up that tree that far. And like Damn. it ran up the side of the tree. Like it was so weird. Wow. Like, like how, how big are we talking? Like <sighs> it was like, let me think a good way to, it, it was like if, and it didn't, I wouldn't say it looked like a spider, but it had lots of appendages kind uh-huh. of similar to a spider, but it was probably like if, you know, you had like a big, like, like a husky size spider Damn. crawling up a tree, but it was like Damn. bright. It was like giving off like, I, I don't know what it was. I don't know. That's crazy. It was That's, weird. Yeah. I, I just, I'm trying to think if I've heard anything really like that and i can't nothing really comes to mind i know i i thought i just i was like all right well now we've seen an alien all right 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 here we go yeah 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 it was weird wow that's crazy and then 
just the other day, my roommate, she, uh, I wasn't with her, but she was driving, she was doing like, uh, like DoorDash deliveries, I'm pretty sure. And she was going down this really, like one of the really creepy back roads that we have around here. And she said that while she was driving, she saw something on the side of the road and she said it looked like a deer, but it was standing up and, and she was like, okay, that's creepy i'm gonna keep driving but then the whatever it was it actually like hit her car and she heard it like hit her car so then she told me she said i sped off like i definitely you know ran a stop sign but i was out of there damn then later we check out her car and on her window there's like a big mark that like a big streak that just went down the side of her window right where she said she saw the thing wow and it's just like okay i guess (laughs) <laughs> well, i guess we're not you know yeah the weirdness continues road. Right. yeah pretty much damn wow that's crazy dude well you've got what? quite a story man yeah stories lots of stories of yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean honestly like i have a lot more but they're just some of them are just so like you know it's just one second you see something and then that's it right you yeah. know right well you know a lot of people have stories that are like that you know, and those are the ones that people just like. Those are the easiest ones to kind of write off because you only saw it for a second, but your awareness yeah. of what you were there witnessed, you did see something, you know. And like, you know, a lot of like um, UFO experiences, in particular, yeah. are, you know, like five seconds and then it's gone or some, you know, just a brief, very brief moment of time, which is why, you know, people don't always. Get photographs that are able to get their phone out, fumble around, and take a picture of a UFO. Yeah, because it's gone, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah. and and it, like that shimmery, spidery thing is just—it was gone. Yeah, exactly. Who knows? Like, you know, I mean. Yeah, and and it's so crazy because both of us we were like thinking about it, and then we weren't going to say something just because right. we thought it was light or whatever, but then she said something and then it got the gears turning and we're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Whatever that was. Right. That's awesome. It's, um, in that area, I'm sure there there's there were some Native American uh, groups, that tribes that lived there. Do you have any idea about which ones were there? Um, so I know in this area, we, I believe they're called the Nipmunk. Um, okay. there's actually a town nearby called Webster, Mass. For the life of me, I cannot, um, pronounce it, but there's a lake. It's like Lake Charga, Manchagagog, something or other. It's like 30 letters long. And right. It's just, it, I guess it translates to, uh, you fish on your side, we fish on our side. Nobody fishes in the middle, and that's in the name of the lake in the Nipmunk cool. language. That's great. Yeah, but um, I've heard of like pugwudgies being a thing around here. Uh huh. Which are, I guess, like shape shifting goblin dudes mm. running around in the woods. Which I feel like. So I have this story, right? And it's a short one, but and I was really young, so I can't can't verify it or whatever but i remember it clear as day and i always tell people no bullshit this was real i saw it like you don't have to believe me but i know it's real and it's so wacky but i remember um i was like 
four years old, five years old. My mom was babysitting for a friend and they had like a, a nice house with a big backyard that led into some woods. Like, you know, most houses with backyards around here. Um, so I would play outside and I would just play outside by myself because the kid she was babysitting was like, I don't know, probably like two years old. Mm-hmm. So, um, I remember one time I was jumping on their trampoline and then I heard something coming from the woods on the edge of their property. And I look over and it's so ridiculous, but I shit you not, I saw mouse people. They just looked like white mice that had like some kind of clothes on that were also white, I think. And they were just like running through the woods and like one of them looked at me and then they ran off. And I remember it scared the shit out of me and i ran inside i told my mom like i just saw like giant mice mouse people in the woods what do i do and she's like you were dreaming that that didn't happen come on like she didn't to this day i don't think she believes me i i'll bring it up every once in a while and be like listen that was real but um she said i was dreaming and i'm like no i wasn't and i never played outside by myself in that place ever again after that for as long as she babysat there i Damn. would not go outside by myself but Damn. who knows yeah i just i know what i saw i can't explain you know what it was maybe some dudes were just like in weird costumes right. i don't know but yeah, how, yeah like how big were they like little they were like man size wow like, like person size like like I mean, I was young, so I can't exactly say for sure to scale, but they, they were like, to me, they looked like adult-sized mouse Why? people wow. that were walking That's on two crazy. legs. That's crazy. Wow. <laughs> Sounds so dumb, but wow. I kind of like how ridiculous it is. It's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even just that, like to great. think back on it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Maybe it was furries before furries were a thing. Who knows? Yeah, I don't knows? know. Or it freaked me out though <laughs> that's Either crazy way. damn that's crazy well isaiah thanks man for coming on and and uh yeah, no dude I, I mean you've got a hell of a story man your life is I, really interesting dude you know i love listening to ghost stories i love your podcast and like uh i listen to a few other spooky podcasts that's and cool it's like you know i've never really like put it out there so how did you I feel like i kind of Oh, the spooky community. <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome, dude. I mean, that's this is without people like you that are wanting to come on and tell their stories. We don't have a podcast. How, how did you hear about us? Oh, God, I don't even remember. I started listening to you guys. I want to say at the end of like 2019, okay. or maybe the beginning of 2020. Okay. Um, I was just looking for good, like. Honestly, I think you guys were in like my related on Spotify because okay. I listened to like Astonishing Legends. Oh, cool! Um, yeah, but yeah, I was just—I I have a hard time finding like podcasts that I can get into that are like spooky because I'm not super into like all the effects and like right. sounds yeah. and stuff. But I liked you guys a lot because you just like talk to people and get that's, their firsthand stories, that's which cool. I like. That's cool, man. We again appreciate you coming on because uh this is a great example of um of of what we're asking you know i mean just i think people that sit at home and they're listening to stuff and they'd like to share stuff um get a little bit freaked out about the idea of coming on 
and talking about this, but this is a great example of of what we do here, and um, we just have a conversation and and just talk and um, and have a good time and share yeah. stories, and that's what that's what we try to do, man. So we we appreciate it so much, man. Yeah, definitely. yeah, no problem. It was fun. I mean, I was a little like anxious because I'm like, damn, I've never like put myself out there like that, like broadcast anything. But yeah. you know, it was pretty easy. Just perfect. Had a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. It wasn't complicated at all. Yeah, it's great, man. Great. Well, listen, you are welcome to come back anytime, you know, once you've uh, got some more stories for us. Yeah. And uh, we'd I love actually, to have you back on. I, I ran into some ghost hunter dude at, while I was getting my car worked on the other day. Okay. And now they want me to go with them to uh, check out some local oh, like yeah. abandoned um, like insane asylum type places. Wow. And yeah. I'm like, you know, uh Ghost hunting stuff on TV looks kind of lame, but give me an EVP recorder and put me in an abandoned hospital, and I'm I'll, yeah. I'll have fun. <laughs> there you go, man. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. Come back on and give us a report on that, man. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. I'll see how it goes. Yeah, sounds. They want cool. me to join up, so we'll see what right. happens. Do you love a good horror story? Is it even better when you discover it's a true ghost story? Maybe you wish you could celebrate Halloween every day. Then True Hauntings and Scary Stories podcast is the show for you. One week, you will listen to my sister and I have a glass of wine while reading and discussing true ghost stories submitted to us by real people. So what, she was killed by an alligator? Yes, is that not the most Florida legend? you have ever heard in your life. Yes, for sure. <laughs> Only in Florida. The next week, you will hear me, Cynthia Sear, read one of my fictional short horror stories so you can enjoy getting creeped out while performing life's most mundane activities like housework or driving. As she bid farewell to her friends and made her way down the darkened street, he could feel his heart speeding up and the butterflies fluttering in his gut. The things he would soon show her would be marvelous. Visit TrueHauntings.com for information on how to submit your own true paranormal story for us to consider for our podcast. And don't forget to subscribe to the show on any of the major podcast apps and celebrate Halloween with us all year long. Hey, that's a nice t-shirt you got on there. Oh, thanks, dude. It's brand new. Do you like that? It's one of the official What's Your Weird Story t-shirts. Where'd you get that? It's funny that you ask. I just got it off the brand new Spreadshirt.com site for the What's Your Weird Story podcast. There's no www. You just go straight to shop.spreadshirt.com backslash what's without the apostrophe W-H-A-T-S hyphen Y-E-R dash w-e-i-r-d dash s-t-o-r-y and that'll take you right there i mean you can never own enough clothing well that's true barry there's t-shirts 
for the ladies because you know they're cut differently there's hoodies which are really cool there's two different kinds of hoodies and there's also tote bags so you can tote your stuff that's so cool man so if you guys go out to spreadshirt.com what's your weird story currently there are two designs but there will be more going up very soon so just keep your eyes out for that and if you decide to get one of our shirts tag yourself on instagram to ours or facebook show your love show us what you got let's see your true colors Isaiah was a great guest and we appreciate him coming on and just had such great, great stories and uh, an interesting way to grow up to say the least. Yeah, for sure. And one of the things I really um, admire about Isaiah is that when he was talking about all of these stories, he always said, you know, he would, the things that he couldn't kind of rationalize, you know, the things that he couldn't explain away. You know, and who knows, there could be tons of things that he rationalized to himself and explained away to himself that weren't necessarily that that go along with all of, you know, these stories. But those are the ones that, you know, he he, he definitely felt that he couldn't, you know, just yeah. Yeah, it's explain like, them away. So. It's like and then he just kinda had to accept the fact that these things were around and he just mm-hmm. had to deal with it. And uh I think it's interesting because it's like and when he was a young kid, it wasn't necessarily something that he even like would could imagine could be there, but uh, but it was around. Obviously, um, you know, with the folks that uh, that you know he hung around and um, the way that he w- was raised, um, they had a, a pretty clear picture of what spirituality meant to them. And mm-hmm. uh, hey, kudos! Uh, yeah, you know. Um, it's a weird world that we live in, and these stories are real uh, to to our, our our folks that are telling us those stories. They've experienced these stories, and they are are trying to convey the feelings and the thoughts that they are going through at, at especially a young age. Man, that's yeah, that is uh, it's tough, and it's uh, but it's really it forged him into who he is today, really, and also. You know, going back to how uh, he grew up compared to how we grew up, you know, for him, growing up in um, this, you know, this goth house, as he described it, with the the 20-something goths and his mom and her friends and their practices and um, how, you know, what they did was normal to him. Yeah. Because that's what he knew. Right. And so, you know, when you, as you get older, some, you realize that there are things that you grew up with that maybe weren't normal, you know, that they were yeah. weird to other people. And that's one thing that we always talk about on the show is that what may be normal to you may be really cool and weird uh, to the rest of us. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, so we're always trying to get people to consider that. Yeah. Because um, you know, when you when you're exposed to something a lot or all the time, it's the norm. Yeah. So, well, the Ouija board would be a great example because mm-hmm. our idea of what the Ouija board represents and his idea are 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 just are different, you know. And it and yeah. I think that's what's that's the cool thing that um, that you can learn from somebody who has a different 
way of looking at things. You know, of course, we're grown adults. Um, so the transition that I made from, you know, our version of growing up spiritually inclined as youngsters to now, you know, having having that uh, life experience and knowing people who come from a different frame of thought and background, um, I, I, I think it's wonderful. I think it's wonderful, man. Yeah. And, and I think if you get anything out of spirituality you know as long as it's a positive thing then it good you know kudos because you know we all need all the positive things that we can put into our lives that we can get hearing other people's stories is how we connect as you know as human beings that's how we we connect and it's how we identify with people we learn about each other and we broaden our horizons you know they said travel you know broadens your horizons but also Meeting new people and and hearing stories from people, even even people you know that you haven't heard these new stories from, paints a bigger picture of our world and our universe. Yep. And you know everybody's got their own unique take and their own experiences, and we love that. And that's what makes every hearing people's stories so uh, enjoyable and invigorating and enlightening. Yeah. Because you do get to hear what happened to them you, they're like stories whether they're strange or you know bizarre or weird or they've had some kind of uh encounter with things right. they can't explain right or they just had a funny experience and or, or an epic adventure yep. or whatever you know someone else's story is their story it's not your story you know so when you're listening to people's stories it's easy to try to in, inject your own thoughts and ideas into the situation. It's easy to try to come at that with maybe your own ideas about how things are supposed to work. But I think the thing that we do here is we allow ourselves to walk in someone else's shoes for an hour and a half or whatever. Mm. You know, we're experiencing their reality in their life and their history and it's 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 wonderful it, this is the way that human beings were meant to communicate yes not necessarily on podcast but face to face correct yeah <laughs> and, and and verbally telling. verbally you Verbal, know yes it's <laughs> it's a different thing when you're doing um on social media or a blog or something reading you know that's one thing but uh conversing and having this interaction is uh is a wonderful thing, man, and, and um, I'm I'm saying this partly because we're coming up on our three year anniversary. It's we're not there yet, but we're getting close, and um, I'm feeling a little nostalgic because I feel like we've really we've had a lot of people tell us that, man, I really enjoy just putting your podcast on and doing the dishes or mowing the lawn or I you know ride to work and listen to what you guys do and. And that's really cool. And it's really cool to have people come on like Isaiah, a listener to the podcast. And um, it's just really cool. And we appreciate it so much. Yep. It's you guys out there in Weirdsville that make this happen. And it's what makes us able to do it every week. And we love you guys. Our, our listeners, our friends, our family, Weirdsville family, they're the best. And uh, we hope you know that, and we hope you uh, you realize that you are special. <laughs> but yeah, thanks again, guys. We appreciate it, 
and thanks Isaiah for some fantastic stories. We got more stuff coming up. Uh, we got some cool stuff next week. We have somebody I have known for uh, as at least as long as Barry, maybe potentially yeah. longer. That's true. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah. somebody who's I mean, it's you know, it's almost like he's family. I guess you know. I mean, uh, but we have uh, we have my my older brother, yeah, uh, Lane, yeah, who, uh, and he, uh, <laughs> we, yeah, it's he he had one tiny thing that uh, this kernel and 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 it just grew and grew and grew. All of these different things that we talked about, we had a great conversation um, that just started and then meandered as things tend to do, and uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was um, great. And that's going to be next week. I guess we should probably wrap it up here before I get even stranger uh, and admit other things that uh, per- perhaps I shouldn't. I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no more, uh, no more of your viewing schedule, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Weirdsville. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, don't forget to rate us, subscribe to the show. Give us some likes. Uh, follow us on our social media. Send us some messages there and slide into our DMs. Email us at WYWSPod. And, uh, you know, you can share stories there. If you don't want to come on the show, you can share it there and we'll have it read. You can also call us at the hotline, uh, which is 513-909-9821 leave us a message there or leave a brief uh, story or two there you can leave a three minute message if you want to do several messages to tell a story that's cool tune in next week until then everybody be safe be weird as always if you have a weird story we want to hear it if you have a lot of them We want to hear them all. We can't do this podcast without your invaluable contributions. Whether it's sharing your stories, listening, rating, and spreading the word about the podcast. Thanks for listening. Until next time, be safe. Be weird. The stories presented on the What's Your Weird Story podcast are, to our knowledge, true experiences that our guests have had. We can't take the time to research all claims made, and besides, it's just not as fun.